The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 63. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at perfectionism and the role it plays in OCD and anxiety. Now, if you are struggling with perfectionism and anything else related to anxiety, you can get in touch with me by heading to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. There you can book yourself a free session with me by sending me a message. And there's also lots of other resources there as well. So on with today's show. Now, if you do struggle with OCD or anxiety, you may or you may not uh, be uh, surprised to hear that um, perfectionism often plays a role in that. And for me, that was quite surprising because, um, you know, rather than being a perfectionist when I was younger, if I found something difficult, often I just wouldn't even uh, bother to do it at all. I would procrastinate a lot. And, you know, actually, this does have a lot to do with with perfectionism because sometimes we tend to put off doing things if we feel like we can't do it in an absolutely perfect way and not only that but OCD is is often the search for certainty we feel like we have to find the absolute truth about something before we're able to to move on and this search for certainty is obviously related to perfectionism so today's episode is all about that and, uh, you know, I will be giving you some practical tips to, to hopefully help you with that so you can deal with it a bit better. Um, if you do find this helpful, it would be amazing if you could uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five star rating on iTunes. And I really hope you enjoy. Many thanks. We often think of perfectionism as being a good thing. And this isn't surprising, as in many areas of life, perfectionism can serve as well. It can inspire us to keep going when things get difficult and to attain a high level of success in both our work and personal lives. But is there a dark side to perfectionism? What happens when perfectionism becomes maladaptive? In this podcast today, we're going to explore some of the issues surrounding perfectionism and uh, what we can actually do about that. So what actually is perfectionism? Psychology Today describes it in the following way. Perfectionism is a trait that makes life an endless report card on accomplishments or looks. When healthy, it can be self-motivating and drive you to overcome adversity and achieve success. When unhealthy, it can be a fast and enduring track to unhappiness. What makes extreme perfectionism so toxic is that while those in its grip desire success, they are most focused on avoiding failure, resulting in a negative orientation. And I can really resonate with this definition of perfectionism. So much of intense anxiety and OCD is related to avoidance. And, you know, we do not want to feel the discomfort of anxiety. So we do whatever we can to avoid it. Now, there are two kind of types of maladaptive perfectionism. Um, 
And both of them are very good at keeping the cycle of OCD going. So first we have the classical perfectionist. Nothing is quite good enough. And it, it's almost impossible to complete anything to a high enough standard. And this can relate to both ourselves and other people. In terms of OCD, you might think of this as having to perform a, you know, a compulsion over and over again to ensure that you do it just right. And if you have, you know, a ritual or a routine that you follow, you might find yourself having to do um, that thing, you know, again and again in just the right order. And if you do make a mistake, then of course you have to start it again. This style of, um, of thinking often relates to pure o OCD as well. Um, as so often with, with pure o, the reassurance you try to give yourself through constant rumination is a search for certainty. You need to be certain that the terrible thing uh, can never happen. So you ruminate until you have eliminated all possible doubt. Uh, only it is basically impossible to, to do that. And, you know, once you feel like you've arrived at that place of certainty, another thought will often come up out of nowhere and the rumination will start all over again. So this search for perfect certainty often is the very thing that's keeping us uh, trapped. Perfectionism can even hijack our relationships. And when we project unfair expectations onto our romantic partners, we can inadvertently set ourselves up for problems in our relationships. To try and quell the nagging doubt that the OCD all too easily gives us in abundance, we can look for perfection in other people. But yet again, this is a losing battle for obvious reasons. Nobody is perfect, and as we learn from the Stoics, the only true control we have in this life is over ourselves, our actions, words, and our focus. Um, those things are all under our direct control. We do not have control over other people and their actions and should not therefore be reliant upon them for our own, for our own contentment. Now, the other side to this coin is the hidden perfectionist. And, you know, perfectionism, it's, you know, sometimes it's slightly uh, misunderstood um, because what we've just talked about is the obvious side to perfectionism. But there is another side which can make people um, procrastinate or not even bother to do difficult things to start with. And it's not because they're lazy. It's not because they literally can't be bothered, uh, which many people, um, you know, end up labeling these kinds of people. You know, they say, oh, why have you never ever done anything with your life? Or why do you always give up when you first start something? Um, and so often, actually, these kinds of people um, are perfectionists, but maybe they don't realize it. Um, you know, and, and basically, this type of perfectionism is perhaps even more problematic because for many people, it's very hard to diagnose. You know, probably the last thing that uh, many people in their life would use to describe um, them would be a perfectionist. But it's far too often that people, um, you know, just give up on things um, or if they do begin to make changes, if they're not doing it in exactly the right way, then they get wound up with themselves and they stop doing stuff. And this is a very common trait that people who struggle with OCD and anxiety have that, you know, if they're starting to make a change or they're starting to, to do something, they want to know that they're doing it absolutely perfectly. And unfortunately, you know, you can't ever get that that certainty. 
Um, and this, for me, when I was a child, I, I really found this quite hard. You know, I would often not want to to do something, um, you know, unless I had a guarantee that I was doing it absolutely perfectly. And to be honest, it's something that I've struggled with, you know, over the years. And certainly I remember at university that I would procrastinate a lot. But the good news is, is once you know that you're doing something, then you can start to take action to change the habit. So, you know, so much with OCD and anxiety is about habits. And fortunately, we have, you know, tools that enable us to, to change our habits. So whether you need to wash your hands just right, check the stove is, is turned off four times or mentally review every mistake you've made uh, the night before. Perfectionism is most probably a big part of the problem that needs to be addressed. So how do you challenge this inner perfectionist? Now, striving to do your best is obviously great in many areas of your life, but if perfectionism takes over and becomes the center of everything, then it's time to challenge it. And how do we do this? Well, in much the same way you go about dealing with anxiety and OCD. First off, it's helpful to know your, um, your perfections. And if we want to stop doing something, then first of all, we have to know what it is exactly that, we, that we're doing. So if you have reflected on yourself and you recognize that the, the spark of unhealthy perfectionism, then starting to think about where it shows up in your life is a good place to, uh, to, to start. And keeping a thought journal or diary um, will really help with this. I always find that writing down my thoughts allows me to see them a little more objectively. So really try to be honest with, your, your, with yourself during this process. And in what areas of your life is perfectionism potentially causing problems? Is it stopping you from doing things? Um, you know, as you, as you think you won't do them just right? Or is it, is it taking up hours of your time because you can never do things in just the right way? Um, once you know that and, you know, you've reflected and you've, you've worked out the areas in which perfectionism influences you and your experience of OCD and anxiety, you can use this information to better understand what got you trapped and what kind of thinking you need to let go of in order, in order to get yourself out of the anxiety trap. Now, it may be the case that perfectionism is adding fuel to the flames of OCD and, and gently trying to address it. Uh, you know, may really help in learning to let go of old compulsive habits and to build acceptance of imperfection. Remember that striving for what you want in this world is clearly a good thing. And I, I would never, ever uh, attack anybody for that. I think, you know, it's absolutely right that you would want to strive for the important things in this, this life that, you know, that give your life meaning and give, give you know, give your life values. But, um, but, the thing we need to remember and the question we need to ask ourselves is this. Is this striving that you're doing, is it in service of you feeling more content and self-actualized? Because if the striving is not leading to that and instead is perpetuating, you know, an anxiety disorder, then clearly something is not right. So knowledge here is king. Once you recognize what the issue is, uh, i.e. perfectionism, then obviously you can start working on that and you can start um, building up um, a, a focus on in your treatment that obviously, you know, works on dealing with the OCD and the anxiety that you experience, but also looks at, 
you know, the role of perfectionism and, you know, where where that is impacting you in your life and how you can also, you know, try to limit that and try to change your mindset around that because that is definitely part of the puzzle. And for many people, it keeps um, it keeps them trapped. So this is a really important area. Anyway, guys, I hope that you found that helpful today. And uh, I, uh, you know, it's something that really relates to me, you know, personally. And I didn't really recognize this at all until, you know, uh, the last few years. And I, I wish I'd found out about it sooner because I really think it's an important area. And so if you can reflect and have a look and, and think about it yourself, you know, I think you might find that quite helpful. Anyway, all the best and many thanks. Please remember, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free consultation uh, with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we, we can sort that out. And if you like, you can also follow me on Instagram uh, at robertjamescoachinguk. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.